Hello, and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is January 31st. The year is 2023. And today, the Tuesday after Championship Sunday of the National Football League, we sit here with two teams going to Glendale, Arizona from the AFC and the NFC. Those two teams are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Since I last saw you, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah. I was in Cozumel last week on a cruise ship guiding myself around on the Gulf of Mexico. So I was not able to do an episode last week talking about the divisional round and uh, preview this week's two championship games. I was out of the country. So let's kind of do a full divisional championship game. Uh, of course, recap. Chiefs beat the Chargers in the first game of the divisional round. <clears throat> really a fun game to watch. It was, I think, a learning curve game for Jacksonville. I think they could have won the game. They, they played Kansas City pretty close. But Kansas City at home is just a tough team. I think Trevor Lawrence, you know, there's just there were some strides. He, you could tell he's learning and he's picking up the game. And in year two, he's really made uh, a lot of – experiences happen for him and happen for this team. And this team is young still. They've got a lot of good cores on both sides of the ball. And, you know, with Jacksonville losing to Kansas City, you know, they will be a team that you look at the AFC South next year, they are probably going to be favored to win that division. So they really shouldn't be that upset. They shouldn't be that upset, uh, ashamed. You know, they're going to, they're going to end up looking at that game and saying, you know, Kansas City's going to the Super Bowl. So, you know, that wasn't really a bad loss. Um, you know, I mean, it's always heartbreaking to lose in the playoffs. But to lose to Kansas City at Kansas City, it's just a tough place to play. So that's really all the explanation you need on that. Uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes does get injured uh, throughout the week. High ankle sprain. So going into a game against the Bengals, that Bengals-Bills game on Sunday, of course, we were all thinking, oh, you know, the hype of, uh, you know, the game, the first game with DeMar Hamlin, so you kind of get those feelings, uh, you know, out of the way early. Obviously, you're thinking of DeMar still, but you can kind of start playing the game again. And when they finally got out there, I was surprised with the Buffalo-Cincinnati game how um, just Buffalo – was slipping around and sliding in the snow. I was just so um, taken away with how I felt like how unprepared they were. And give all the credit to Cincinnati. They came out just guns a blazing. And they just took control of the game. The offense took control of the game, even with a banged-up offensive line. That would continue to uh, progress the offensive line trend for Cincinnati, uh, letting five sacks in the AFC championship game against Kansas city, but in the Buffalo game, uh, you kind of are like, how is Buffalo so 
you know, they were sliding around on the snow and it, it was a good amount of snow. And, and you think, you know, why were they so, how are they so out of their element when they're at home? I just didn't really understand that. Didn't make sense to me. And I think you're looking at teams, you look at, you know, this factor of bulletin board material for teams. And I think Cincinnati came into that Buffalo game and, you know, all week they'd been hearing, oh, well, you know, if Kansas City plays Buffalo, it's going to be at a neutral site. And there's all these tickets that already have been sold. And I don't think Joe Burrow and Cincinnati really cared. And they didn't want to go get your refunds. We don't care. And they went out and really just kind of punched them in the mouth. And and that was really all, all for that one. And then you jump to the NFC side where, you know, you're facing the Eagles facing the Giants, which was a Saturday game. And then you had uh, the Niners-Cowboys on Sunday. Well, the Eagles-Giants was a blowout. You know, Danny Jones in the playoffs. I, You know, you, you look back at the numbers on their offense. And, you know, Saquon Barkley, I think, only had 61 yards rushing, which... Nine carries, 61 yards, no touchdowns. Daniel Jones went 15 to 27 for 135. One interception, no touchdowns. Eagles defense just kind of shut down their offense. They were never really able to get anything going. And, you know, Eagles offense just put up points. And then on the other game, which I thought Eagles-Giants would be a closer game, turned out that was going to be the blowout of the weekend, um, real bad. But uh, the Niners-Cowboys, of course, when you look at Niners-Cowboys, okay, a game that historical rivalry, both of these teams have had so many classic uh, matchups in the past, in the playoffs, in the regular season. You know, uh, Deion Sanders going back and forth between the teams. A lot of, you know, uh, NFC championships, a lot of playoff games between those two. and. You look at this one, and, and they were saying, you know, it's a Dak Prescott legacy game. I was watching a little bit of this game uh, on the car in the way down to New Orleans on my way to my cruise. So I was watching a little bit. I didn't get to watch a lot of it. Um, that was the one I kind of missed. But I will say, <clears throat> you know, I was kind of surprised how the Cowboys hung in there. I really thought the Niners were going to. I thought of all the games, I thought that was going to probably be the blowout of the weekend, and it turned out not to be. So, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of surprised that Cowboys held in for that long, and then they ran this play with uh, just one of the most uh, interesting, just horrific. There was some play calling in that game that didn't make much sense. And you look at that for, for Dallas, that game against the Niners. So, Dak Prescott had 23-37 passing, 206, one touchdown, two interceptions. Zeke only had 26 yards rushing. Tony Pollard, 22 yards rushing. 16 carries between both of them. They need to run the ball in order to have a successful offense in that game. They've got to be able to control the clock, keep the Niner offense off the field. They could not do that. 
that was a problem. When you only can run the ball that much, that's a problem when you're playing San Francisco. You want San Francisco's offense off the field as much as humanly possible. And you got to be able to run the ball more, and you have to control the clock. They didn't do that. CD had a good game. 10 receptions, 117 yards. He had, a, he had a pretty good game. But, you know, 12 to 19 in this Dallas-San Francisco game. Bengals game against the Bills, 27 to 10. Eagles win 38 to 7. Chiefs-Jags, 27 to 10. 20 was probably the, the best game of the weekend, I'd say. Which is interesting because I thought, you know, who knew how close Jacksonville was going to keep that. So, that sets up the scene for Championship Sunday. Which, you have 49ers visiting Philadelphia and Chiefs at home facing the Cincinnati Bengals all week. So the Bills talk trash. Not really talk trash, but the Bills, you know, already think they're going to go to the AFC Championship play Cincinnati, or play, excuse me, Kansas City in the neutral site and all that. Well, okay. Now the Bengals in Cincinnati start talking trash to Kansas City. This is not smart. This is not smart. This is not smart. Now, I'm going to discuss the AFC Championship game first because it was more interesting. I'm just going to be honest. The NFC Championship was a blowout. Terrible. Awful game. Um, and I'll let you know in a minute why. But Bengals Chiefs just a better, more interesting, fun game. That era had, you have... The last five AFC championships have been in Arrowhead Stadium, by the way. That's an incredible stat. That's incredible. We talk about how great Kansas City is. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes gets injured in that wild or that divisional game. Is he gonna play all week? The line fluctuates. You're thinking, oh man, you know? Gets to like, I want to say like two, maybe, you know, I think it was even at the beginning of the week. And then I think they're, you know, him and Kelsey were kind of listed as questionable. And then you see it rise to like one, one and a half. It might even have got to two. And then I think in the Niner line against the Eagles, it got to like three, three and a half for the Niners. Or I think Philly was favored, I think, at home. So... <clears throat> Going back to Kansas City game. Cincinnati's talking mad trash. They're calling it, you know, Joe Burrow's calling Kansas City Burrowhead Stadium. Okay. The Cincinnati mayor comes out and makes this official statement that he wants a paternity, he wants Joe Burrow to take a paternity test to make sure that he's Patrick Mahomes' father. Who's your daddy? Bengals are talking mad trash after last year's game. They've had a little couple, couple, you know, couple hiccups against uh, against Cincinnati. Okay, you know they played the regular season, and uh, Bengals win in Cincinnati. But back in Arrowhead, or as the Bengals fans like to call Burrowhead, Mayor of Cincinnati's talking a lot of trash. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the team, Pachaco, Pacheco, you know, Sky Moore, all these guys, George Karloftis, they're like, eh, we don't like this too much. We don't like all this trash talk. 
this, this game's an arrowhead, right? Why, why, why are they talking all this trash? We're still the Kansas City Chiefs. This is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, we don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, but we're still, we're still good. We're still a great team. And give kids, give Cincinnati credit. They step around. They play well. Um, they didn't protect the quarterback. They did not protect Joe Burrow. And that's because they had a bad, uh, not a bad offensive line, but just a hurt offensive line. He sacked five times, like I said earlier. And they did shut down Travis Kelsey in the second half. But the refing was horrible. And, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's a play at the end of the game. The game's tied. I think it might be going into overtime. Mahomes runs on, I want to say, like third down. Gets pushed out of bounds. Apparently, he took two steps out of bounds, and then got pushed. Now, the player, the poor Cincinnati player, who, for the life of me, I can't even remember his name right now. Uh, I, oh, what was it? Osayo? I, oh. <clears throat> I want to say, yeah, I think it was Osayo. Uh I believe so. I'm, I apologize because this is I should I should know this and I I completely just blanked. Uh, uh, oh gosh, who? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. I don't know why. It's a little late, but this poor guy. Okay, pushes Patrick Mahomes. After he stepped two times out of bounds. And, you know, uh, I think when you got a call like that, and, you know, you get, (laughs) when you have a play like that to decide a season, and I don't think he hit him on purpose. I don't think he pushed him on purpose. I don't think it was malice. There's any no malice involved. I think he was just colliding. I, I think he couldn't stop himself. And that sadly cost the Bengals the game, most likely. Now, I don't think it would have mattered, because I still think you still have that much time with Patrick Mahomes. He probably still finds a way to do it, but who knows? But it didn't help that a 15-yard penalty is added on. That makes it a you know, eight-yard run into like a 23-yard run when you add the extra yardage. But, you know, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's so unfortunate. Joseph Asai, Asai, that's his name. I don't even know. I, I pronounce, If I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize. But this guy, you got to feel for him. Because I don't think he really did anything wrong. I look back at the play today. <clears throat> I don't think that should have decided the outcome of the game. And even if I, I really, like I said, I really don't think at the end of the day it would have mattered because it's still like Mahomes with no legs and no arms still would have made the play, and Bucker would have made a field goal anyway. So I really ultimately don't think it was going to matter. But unfortunately, that's what Cincinnati fans and the NFL is going to remember him for is costing the Bengals a trip to the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was a, beside all that, it was a fun, 
game of football. Burrow and Mahomes, just, you know, a lot of, a lot of fun games between these two. And I'm continue, they're going to continue to. This is the future of the NFL. This is, this is right where we're, we got it. And, you know, people are saying, is who's better, Mahomes or It's obviously Mahomes. I'm not saying Burrow is not going to ever get there or become better than Mahomes. But what we saw from Patrick Mahomes playing with a high ankle sprain and that pain he must have been having, maybe he'll basically play on one leg with limited mobility. It was just incredible. It's something you don't really see anymore in sports. So you got two gunslingers like that, Mahomes and Burrow, going at it. This won't be the last time we see these two play in the, in, <laughs> in the playoffs. I'll just say that right now. Get ready for a lot of these games. This could be like the new Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. This could be the new Manning Brady thing. Could be. I think you can throw Joe Allen in there too. Maybe Herbert. You never know. Um, but I think for now, Mahomes and, and Burrow. That's that's kind of, I think, the closest to what you're going to get to a new. There never will be a Manning Brady that ever again. But I think the closest you're going to get is Burrow Mahomes. And I'm all for it. I'm all ready for it. So, great game. Fun game for the most part. Is thrown at the end. That's what makes the difference. Then you flip it over to the NFC side. Okay, so what's so great about the NFC Championship? There was nothing. Brock Purdy gets injured early in the game with a elbow injury, an ulna injury, I guess. Ulna, I think is what they were saying. I'm no doctor, but it was an elbow injury. Said when it hit, it went too straight. And it kind of, he could feel it course through his body. He felt something. Okay, pull him out. Um, that changed the game for San Francisco. Once Purdy comes out, you're on your fourth string quarterback, Josh Johnson. That's just bad luck. You can't blame Josh Johnson on this. I mean, the fourth string quarterback, you're not getting many reps. Like, come on. You're really going to blame the guy who comes in. Does okay. Fumbles, you know. Does what Josh Johnson does. And then, you know, they're thinking, ah, let's put McCaffrey out there to play. You know, it's just you're pulling the straws. Philadelphia's at home. You're getting pelted with batteries. and You're getting booed. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. Our quarterback gets injured. I mean, basically, nothing went right. And that just happens sometimes. If you're the Niners, you know, and I was thinking, okay, well, maybe Jimmy G can be healthy for the NFC Championship. Because that's what I've been seeing all weekend. Well, he'd be able to do this, Jimmy. No, we don't see him at all. He's not. Nowhere to be. Well, you know, he's on the sideline chatting it up. He's not going to play. It, you know, it would have been nice if you could have him suited up so that, you know, if, some, if Brock Burry did get injured, which he did. He got injured. Now, I'm watching the replay right now on NFL Network here on Tuesday early morning. I'm watching the replay that... They replay the whatever week's games a ton uh, on NFL Network. And you're seeing that, and, you know, it's unfortunate because Brock Purdy was playing so well. He's the reason they got to the NFC Championship. I feel bad 
Because everyone's like, well, he couldn't just play through it. No, he couldn't have. Don't put the pressure on that guy. He did an outstanding. For a guy who was picked last in the NFL draft, Mr. Irrelevant, to make a run to the NFC Championship when Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. And you could say, well, it's pretty easy when you have Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and, and this person and that person. And I'm like, you know, yeah, but still, to go in and learn Kyle Shanahan's offense, that's no small task. That That's a lot of terminology. That's a lot of things you have to put time in and put the work in. He was really fun to watch, and he was really confident. And I really do think if he does not get injured, I think the Niners win the game. I really do. I personally thought that going in. And, you know, I look at the Eagles, and, yeah, they beat the Giants. Okay. The defense probably did most of the work. You hold safe one. You hold Daniel Jones to no passing touchdown. And I didn't even look at Daniel Jones running the football in that Eagles game, but you're thinking, well, Philly's at home, you know. Maybe give them some more credit. And they end up, you know, blowing the doors off this team 31-7, to which usually when it comes down to championship game weekend, one of the games turns out to be a blowout, and one of them turns out to be really good. Don't know which one. Usually one of them's good, one of them's not. This turned out to be, which I thought was going to be a better game. I didn't think San Francisco-Philly was going to be the better game. I really did. Really. I really, because I thought, oh, my God, you got this hot Niner team with so many weapons. How is Philly going to stop this? And then when Brock Purdy goes out, it just goes all out the window. And it's like, it's it's over. You know what I mean? It's, once Josh Johnson goes in, Sound the alarm. You get as many weapons as you want, but do you really want Josh Johnson back there? And that's that's kind of what happened. And so Philly really took advantage. And, you know, you had to give the Eagles some credit. They, they have been in the most NFC championships since 2000. They've been in so many. I was on TikTok, and they do these videos where, like, oh, the loser of every NFC championship since – 2000 or whatever. And I've seen the Eagles are in so many NFC championship games. And it's like, they've really been successful. Andy Reid, and now they have Sirianni. And it's like, even Peterson, they won a Super Bowl. And it's like, you know, Eagles have a good organization. They really do. And, you know, I know how people hate, sometimes hate their fans. I like their fans. I think they're a little obnoxious. No, I think they're a lot obnoxious. But they make the game fun. They make the game interesting. I like that. I like Rowdy fans. I like Kansas City. I like Philadelphia. You know what I mean? I don't like the Rams. I don't like LA Ram fans. Because it's all, they don't care about the team. Charger fans, LA Charger fans. The San Diego Charger fans, completely different. Completely different. But I like franchises like that. So, you know, you get the Eagles, now you get the Chiefs. Um, I will be doing a podcast next week. Um, and we'll do – I want to bring on somebody who's been on the show before. I want to bring him on. 
and I wanted to talk prop bets and stuff. So I'm not going to get into too much on that. But I am going to run through some storylines for week one of the Super Bowl weeks. We have one and two. And then the stupid Pro Bowls next weekend. That's stupid. <clears throat> we don't talk about it on this show because it's dumb. It's the only time I'm giving it. So, things to think about that I didn't think about till later yesterday. Andy Reid, going up against his old team. Only made it to one Super Bowl with Philadelphia. Lost to New England. Down in Jacksonville. He'll be playing his old team in the Super Bowl. Some people say Andy Reid's the best Eagle coach of all time. I couldn't disagree. You have the Kelsey brothers, who I didn't even, yeah. They're going up against each other. They have a podcast together. That'll be fun for two weeks. How is that going to go? I'll be interested to see what happens on that. That'll be fun. And then Philadelphia seems like they're finally going to get a true test here. And it seems like, you know, and that's the other thing you got to think about. Mahomes. How's the ankle going to feel? If he plays on it, you get two more weeks now to rest it. Maybe his mobility will be back a little bit. Is that going to change the spread? Right now, Vegas has... I think Philadelphia by one and a half. I think yesterday it opened up at two, I think. It opened up by two or two and a half. But now it's Philly by one and a half. So I'm wondering how, why that dropped. But it's going to fluctuate. It really is going to fluctuate. I'm going to be interested to see. I wonder if that will get to even. I'm wondering. But for now, Tuesday at 12.32 a.m., it's Philadelphia by one and a half. And uh, the Super Bowl is on Fox, by the way, this year. So, should be a good game. I'm really excited. This is another Super Bowl where kind of in a quadria last year because <clears throat> it's hard to hate. You, I, I don't hate Andy Reid. I don't hate him. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes. It's like, it's like, oh, okay. It's like hating a walrus and Kermit the Frog. <clears throat> How do you hate a walrus? They're funny looking. They have a, you know, a mustache. Andy Reid's so lovable. It's because he lost so much in Philadelphia and he never won a championship that finally he's getting the success he deserves. And it just feels so good. Like, I'm so glad he's doing well. It's hard to root against him. You can't, it's, you know. And it's funny because usually when teams win a lot, I start to hate them. But with Kansas City, it's just hard to hate Patrick Mahomes, man. I just don't hate him. I like him. I don't. I don't know why. I just I, there's something about him. He's got the funny voice and the smile. I just it's like you know, it's hard to root against. You can't you know. It was easy to root against New England when you got Belichick with the sleeveless you know sweatshirt and the hoodie and you know he's just a kind of a jerk in the press conferences. It was so easy to hate him. Tom Brady, it was so easy to, easy to hate him. Oh, big deal, Michigan quarterback in the Orange Bowl. Ooh, I think I'm so cool even though I got drafted so low. And look at all these guys that got drafted ahead of me. Look at my story. I've got this perfect Brady Bunch-esque life, you know. 
I, I date a model. I think I'm so great. I wear Uggs. It's so easy to not like Tom Brady. But with Mahomes, it's like, ah, I put ketchup on my steak. I got a funny voice. You know, I, yeah, I do State Farm commercials. It's it's hard to hate him. It's hard to hate Andy Reid, too. <clears throat> it just, you know, Andy Reid's like this big, lovable guy, and you feel so good. When he, when he finally won his first Super Bowl, I was so happy. I was like, finally. He'd gotten so close for all those lost NFC championship games with Philadelphia and the lost Super Bowl. And you're like, finally, he got one. He finally caught a break. You know what I mean? It's just he can't hate him. And then you look at you look at Philly. It's like I don't I don't really hate I don't really hate Philadelphia either. I'm very like pedestrian, very median. I'm, I'm like middle. I don't really hate either of these teams. I guess if I had to root for I guess I'd root for Kansas City, but it's not like if Philadelphia wins, I'm going to be like, oh, I, you know, I hate them. It's like, you know, it's one of those neutral Super Bowls for me, which kind of makes it less fun. And, you know, I hated when New England would make the Super Bowl, but then it was easier for me to root for a team. They'd be like, oh, well, if New England's playing, I just, I, you know, or if Pittsburgh's playing, or if, you know, Whoever, I'll just root for the other team. But that's not the case anymore. I just, it's hard. It's really hard to hate Mahomes, man. I'm telling you. It's like, uh, he's like the little, little kid in the, he's like, uh, you know, little kid in the Andy Griffith show. He's like uh, Ron Howard. He's like little Ron Howard. Opie. He's like, he's Opie. You know, he's like, oh, you know. And it's like, he played on a bad leg. Like, how are you going to root against that? And Travis Kelsey's fun. He's like, you know, he, you know, shouting out and, you know, shout back to the Cincinnati mayor. He's just hilarious. I don't, you know, I like this team. I just think everybody's down on him. It's like, it's still Kansas City. It's still Patrick Mahomes. Like, what are you, what are you doing, you know? It's going to be a fun Super Bowl, I think. And I'm hoping Mahomes gets a little healthier so he can run, a lot, run around a little bit more. And I'm really going to see what Jalen Hurts does in the Super Bowl. I mean, because, you know, I was – I was in on Jalen Hurts from the beginning. I was. I was a Jalen Hurts guy. I, when he got in and he finally got in, I was all in. I was like, this is going to be – and there was a game a few years ago. It was like one or two years ago. It's New Orleans. And they were kind of a middle-of-a-pack uh, NFC team. And it's like, you, you can see there's there's something in this guy. So I'm not surprised the Eagles have put this season together. Sirianni's a great coach. Should be a fun Super Bowl matchup. I'm I'm really interested to see what what happens. I'm I'm just looking for a good game and a, and a, a fun one to watch. And that's really all I care about. But next week, I think we're gonna talk about prop bets, talk about some other things, and sadly, the season will be coming to an end here shortly. And there's one more game, and then we get the focus on another beautiful time of the year as February rolls around. Well, almost time for one shining moment. And when the ball is tipped, there you are. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's the most beautiful time of the year here in a little bit, people. We're only like a month away. So get ready. Get your pens, get your pencils, get your printers ready. You know what time it is.
It's getting closer and closer. But anyway, this has been the Tommy Divine Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe to this show on Spotify, Apple iTunes, or wherever any of podcasts are are going. I think basically just or and Spotify. Well, I said Spotify. Excuse me. Uh, Anchor. You can also you make your own content on Anchor. You can. I haven't shouted Anchor out in a while. I do ads for Anchor, but I never personally on the show I shout Anchor out. So Anchor's great. You can put your podcasts on Spotify, Apple, anywhere. You know, great, great stuff for Anchor. Anchor's awesome. They've been doing my show for years. They've let me be on their platform, and I love them for it. So appreciate that. And I will check in with you guys next week. We're going to do Super Bowl prop bets, coin toss, halftime show, all that good stuff. Color Gatorade. You know what I mean. It's it's great. We're finally here. Super Bowl week 2023 in Glendale. Should be a classic. I'll see you guys soon. And have a, well, there's no football next weekend. So have a great hiatus from football. Oh, and real quick, before, before I go, I know we keep bringing this up. We keep bringing more stuff up, but. We also got the XFL, too. So there's one shining moment. You know what that means. And then there's the XFL. It's all sandwiched in. And you got the USFL. So after the Super Bowl, don't don't be sad. You still got football. So it's not all doom and gloom here on the show. But the fav- our favorite league is going to end, which is sad. The Shield will be done for the year. But, you know... That means we have to look forward to schedule releases and the draft. Should be fun. I do a lot of draft content, but I do do schedule content. So that'll be fun. But I'm looking to do more other things in between there. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a fun lead up to the Super Bowl.